friends, and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. I have a little bit, a little bit of a precursor um, okay. to this episode. Um, so as those of you who follow me on Instagram know, I celebrated my birthday a little early this year, um, hey. since actually, as you listen to it, my birthday was yesterday Ooh, <laughs> and I was flying home for Midsummer Scream. Uh, so ho hopefully that all went smoothly. Good luck, yeah. future me. Um, Good luck, future Penny. <laughs> um, but for my birthday this year, my dear bestie Caitlin threw me a summer ween Halloween birthday party. And um, you may recall that Caitlin made a custom trivia game for the Ghoul's Night In show. And she made another trivia for my birthday party. Trivia queen. Trivia queen. Uh, one of the rounds was a true-false round about things that I was afraid of as a child. Um, so I was super roasted all night. Um, so in a fond a fond rebuttal, um, I would like to talk about something that Caitlin is afraid of today. <laughs> Amazing. And that is sharks. Sharks! Sharks! I'm literally, my calendar is next to my computer, and there's just a huge picture of a shark as, above this computer as we speak so hey. i'm ready i'm in the zone keep, keep an eye on that guy as we yeah. talk about this <laughs> all right uh so the fear of sharks is called galliophobia um and unlike some of the fears that we have talked about on this show previously this is a recognized phobia in the dsm-5 hmm. so it's an an official an official phobia an official um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, official um so Obviously, um, to truly be diagnosed with a phobia, it needs to be something that impacts your everyday life. Um, so there are no statistics about how many people are like officially diagnosed as um, phobic of sharks. But 51% of American adults um, say that they are, quote, absolutely terrified of sharks. Um, 51? So 51. Wow. So it's a, it's a common fear. And what what do you think of sharks, Midge? Um, since you have one on your calendar, I'm guessing you're not absolutely terrified of them. No, I mean, would I want to encounter one unexpectedly? No. Yeah. But I feel that way about most wild animals. Um, yeah, no, I think they're fascinating and really cool. I, I would get in one of those cages. Ooh. And, and look at them i'm not i like i'm i'm not i'm 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 at that level of not afraid that i would right. I, I would go up close and personal as long as there was some uh facade of safety <laughs> yeah all right i'll i would say then that you are slightly less afraid of sharks than me um mm -hmm. i would say that like i'm not afraid of sharks but i'm you know not not afraid of sharks like any yeah. large predator um and as as my our listeners know i do have a general deep water fear which like right, isn't, isn't due to sharks but it doesn't like exclude the presence of sharks they certainly don't help the process no um and it is interesting like i am scared of like fictional predatory water things more than sharks like like the, in Jurassic World, like the big like oh, sea dinosaur thing, that dinosaur thing scares fish, me a yeah. lot, <laughs> and I find that way more scary than sharks. But I even I literally have in my notes, I would not want to get in a shark cage. So I love okay. that you specifically, <laughs> I specifically that said out. I will. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm not like terrified of them, but I I feel like I have a, a healthy a healthy respect for a, a predatory creature. I think. Um... 
what what that really is is that i think i have a a, a deep well of stupidity that you do not <laughs> you do not um have in, in yourself you have a lot of logic where i have like mysticism and like excitement <laughs> i'm like sure i'll try anything once you're like yeah me and these sharks are gonna get along i'm, I'm, I'm like it's fine i see auras i'll be able to tell if it's angry <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So I mentioned dinosaurs right now. And my first fun fact about sharks is that they actually predate dinosaurs. Um, the first fossil record of a shark dates back 400 million years. Um, I'm now so slightly they have... more afraid of sharks just now. They're they're old. They're old as fuck, boy. Uh, so sharks have been here for a long time. Um, there are over 500 species of sharks. Um, and they range in size from 8 inches to 40 feet long. Um, so you've got a huge variety. Uh, I will tell you that the smallest shark is the dwarf lantern shark. Um, yeah. He's the size of your palm, just a little guy. A um, guy. He is called a lantern shark because he does light up um, his tummy glows in the dark. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'm just going to warn all of our listeners that this is probably sounding pretty cute when I describe it, but he is kind of a homely little dude. Um, so... <laughs> google at your own risk he is less he is less scary than the other lantern sharks like i was in the lantern shark article and some of them are real nasty looking yeah but this guy's just kind of like just a little small. dude yeah a little dude um the biggest shark um is the whale shark um and whale sharks are great because they are extremely big but they only eat plankton so they only eat very tiny things um, and they are generally really chill, um, which of course <laughs> means there's a huge problem with right. unethical tourism, diving with them. They get hit by speedboats. Uh, spoiler alert for the real monster of this episode. It's always people. It's people. Surprise. <laughs> so with over 500 species of sharks, um, obviously there's a big variety there, um, but they do have some things that they all have in common. Um, so sharks have soft skeletons um, that are made of cartilage instead of bone. Um, so sharks are in the same family of fish that includes like manta rays and stingrays because um, they are all cartilagey. Midge, have you ever pet a shark? I believe that I have. Yes, uh, mm -hmm. I know I've I know I've pet like stingrays and things, and I believe I pet a small like a small boy yes um, at a at an aquarium in either california or florida um, yeah maybe slick <laughs> yes they're just they're very smooth smooth and you you can definitely feel the cartilaginess yeah i think i think i've pet a nurse shark was the type of shark that, that seems familiar yeah. yeah was also in like a tank with like stingrays and stuff yeah. which is pretty cool they're um, just squishable and you could tickle them yeah. <laughs> give, him a, give him a little tickle <laughs> advice from ghouls night in tickle a shark see what tickle happens give it a go um <laughs> sharks all have fins um that allow them to steer and navigate through the water um sharks cannot swim backwards um which i think might be true of all fish just because like if they move backwards it would be pushing water into their gills so they mm. would die Sure. Um, but I love this. So, um, I got a lot of my information from the Monterey Bay Aquarium <laughs> website. Yeah. Um, and they were talking That's about how- That's where I pet the shark. 
Yeah. As soon as you go. said that, I was like, it was somewhere. And like, yep, yeah, that's where I was. There you go. Um, <laughs> that sharks like can maneuver really quickly. And <laughs> their description was, you never have to go into reverse if you can do a real sharp U-turn. <laughs> I was going to say, like, so swimming behind one wouldn't do me any good to protect no. myself. You're just going to whip around and be like, ah, <laughs> surprise. Surprise. Um, all sharks have teeth that fall out and regrow throughout the course of their lives. Um, so I think many of us, <laughs> I don't know if this is exclusive to like 90s and early 2000s, getting like oh, shark, necklace, shark, shark teeth necklaces, necklaces <laughs> and stuff um, because they just fall out. So they wash yeah. up on shore. You can pick them up. And this, the having like teeth that continuously fall out and regrow is called revolver dentition, which I think would be a cool <laughs> band name. Band name, yeah. <laughs> yes. Good band name. Good band name. Um, sharks have five to seven gills. I don't oh. know if that's like an important distinction in marine life. If there's like a good number, if yeah. like most fish have fewer or more than that. I didn't look into it. Um, that seems like a lot in in my head. I feel like most does. fish have like two gills. Right? It seems like a lot of gills. I mean, um, they're so big fish though, so I guess that makes sense. It's true. Um, you may have heard that sharks can never stop swimming uh, because if they do, they'll stop breathing, um, which I have heard and I, I have also, I have used this as a metaphor for ADHD before where I just say <laughs> that my brain is like a shark and it has to keep moving yeah, all the time. Or, or we'll drown, exactly. Uh -huh. um, but this is actually not true for most sharks. Um, okay. So the majority of sharks have um, muscles in their cheeks that let them pump the water um, through their gills via their mouth so they can stop moving. However, it is true that the great white shark is one of those types of sharks that don't have that ability. So they do have to move always to breathe. Man, where are they getting the energy reserves to just swim like that forever? That's a lot. Right. But I mean, I feel like if you like look at a shark, they're like just kind of drifting. So I don't think they have sure, to move just fast like to do it. Um, but they're just kind of constantly vibing. Um, also, so, as a quick um, yeah. insertion here, here, uh, apparently the majority of fish have five pairs of gills. Okay, good to know. Is... Thank you, thank you for thank you for fish checking. Yeah, uh, during this episode, that's a, that's a fish fact with Midge Munster. Fish facts with Midge. Um, almost all sharks live in seawater. Um, there are a handful. Like I think I said, there were like three species that live in freshwater. So, out of over five hundred, that's pretty wild. Um, yeah. But a fun shark fact, um, bull sharks live in the ocean, but they can also travel up freshwater rivers, um, which makes them the only known marine species that can survive prolonged exposure to fresh water. Hmm. And like they'll like live in the ocean and then like swim up a river to have their baby. And like they assume this because it's like it's probably more chill there. Yeah, so sure. That's pretty wild. Nice. Good job. Pretty crazy. Shark. Um, uh, scientists believe that sharks are all might all be colorblind. Um, <laughs> I feel like I don't know if it's just because we don't know. Like, I mean, you've never asked a shark whether they can see color, I guess. Um, but excuse me, Mr. Shark, <laughs> do you have a moment? See. Um, I guess every shark that they've looked at only has one type of cone mm. in its eye. And that is what generally allows things to see various colors. Um, so they might just see things in one color. Um, Sharks do have extremely good sense of smell, um, but it is a myth that they can smell a drop of blood from a mile away, which 
I feel like once you say that, you're like, mm, yeah, how would one even test that? Like, <laughs> just standing on the dock and bloop, one drop. It definitely feels, feels a little bit of a poetic <laughs> statement. Yeah. Um, but they do have special pores on their heads that let them sense electrical fields. Like, they can sense a heartbeat of an animal under Whoa, sand, which is pretty goth and spooky. Yeah, that's super cool. All right, so now we've learned a bunch of fun facts about sharks. We know them a little bit better. Um, so why are people afraid of sharks? Um, the primary reason is that a lot of sharks are big predators with lots of scary teeth. Um, Jeez, yeah. <laughs> so they, they can get their teeth in there. Um, but getting bitten by a shark is actually extremely rare. Um, you are more likely to be struck by lightning or be hit and killed by a coconut falling on you <laughs> than even being bitten by a shark and most shark bites are not fatal um so one thing i do love finding like the weird like things that people in a certain circle like know and like talk about the terminology um, sure. i found out that they <laughs> the shark community um kind <laughs> of frowns on the term shark attack mm. um because it implies that the shark like purposefully attacked a person like sought out a, a person yeah. to bite sure mm -hmm. and so in reality it appears that the vast majority of sharks don't see humans as food at all um so kind of the way that i saw this was described is that lots of sharks just kind of experience the world through their mouth and they just go around biting things to be like can i eat this <laughs> is and this good is this good and then they decide whether or not they want to eat it and a lot of times they bite a person and then swim away because they're like nah i don't want to nah, eat that <laughs> um, but of course they have those many teeth so even just one bite can be extremely dangerous um sure. for a person um and there's also a theory that like sharks in shallow water um obviously like just kind of instinctively instinctively snap at like thrashing fish and mistake like people's like legs moving around in the water yeah that's always been fish. my understanding is that like the the splashy nature of swimming on mm -hmm. like a beach or something and can attract just because they're like oh fish, fish. yum fish. all you can eat fish buffet yes um so they they do tend to limit the phrase shark attack to an experience where there is like multiple bites and it does appear that the shark is actively trying to like eat the predate as they say this person mm -hmm. um i do want to say <laughs> this i don't this probably isn't funny to anyone else um but there is a wikipedia page for shark attacks specifically that i kind of mm -hmm. like scrolled through and they have a little centered segment that's like a rogues gallery um that's labeled the three most commonly involved sharks <laughs> like the usual suspects the and usual i suspect. just thought that was extremely funny um so well, these you got to the be careful about brian <laughs> yes um for types of sharks that are most likely to be involved in fatal unprovoked attacks um and these are great white sharks tiger sharks and bull sharks um so they do researchers divide bikes into provoked and unprovoked bites which sounds a little bit funny because you're like ah you provoking the shark um but i did also find out that like shark bite statistics include people who like got bit while they were trying to like spear a shark oh so well, i feel like that's not the shark's fault so it does not. it does make sense uh 
to separate those so that you have a difference between people who were just like hanging out and a shark showed up and was like chomp and people who were like fishing a shark human attacks yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so the majority of shark bites happen in the United States, um, and the majority of those happen in Florida. Florida, I knew uh, it. So <laughs> I knew it was going to be Florida. Stay, stay out of those waters there, uh, specifically. <laughs> but yeah, um, shark bites, like they have, they kind of go up and down, but it's like a high number is like there's around eighty every year. I think last year there was like. 50 so it's a it's an extremely small number and obviously um as we'll kind of talk about we see a lot of media coverage of these very rare occurrences that make it seem a lot more like of a pressing issue (laughs) i will say that number is higher than i anticipated actually yeah i was thinking more in the like 20 to 25 range that's that's more than i would think that's kind of surprising yeah um but that that does include any bite even ones where people like don't require medical attention sure so like there are sometimes like a shark nipped my ankle and that counts as a shark bite right um but so obviously as we're talking about this like sharks will do will will bite you um so it's not silly to be afraid of that um but we also definitely exacerbate um this fear um so considering the fact that you know there are often 70 or fewer shark bites in the year there have been over 70 films about killer sharks (laughs) in the world which is a a high number for comparatively um and of course so of course we have to talk about jaws um which has had such a huge impact on the fear of sharks the scientists call the fear of sharks attacking humans the jaws effect (laughs) um and a lot of people who have like no reason to be particularly afraid of sharks because you know they never they don't live somewhere where sharks are right um cite jaws as being the source of their fear um and the author of the book peter benchley and steven spielberg uh of course the director of the film have both said that they regret um the negative impact that jaws has had on uh how humans and sharks interact uh because it really did kind of give this and just like um i mean it's a it's a really good movie it's an awesome movie but like this idea of like a shark as like a dedicated predator that's going to like try to like purposefully attack and continually attack you where it's like it's an animal like anything else and like also i'm gonna go on record as saying um so i saw jaws for the first time years and years and years and years ago like maybe in high school and it was Mm -hmm. like a party where no one was really watching the movie you know um so i went to see jaws just a couple weeks ago um they showed it at a theater in lawrence and i went with some friends it was very fun we we wore shark attire and i made gift bags gift bags with shark gummies and shark straws it was great um but that was the first time i'd really like sat and watched that movie a yes very cool like well-made film um just like the the practical effects and things are very cool B, I spent that entire film being Team Shark. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a movie about white men being stupid. Like, that's Very what true. that literally the number of times people were like, oh, someone died. Well, probably won't happen again. Like, and right. I know that's the nature of like suspense and horror films, but n- nothing about that film made me afraid of the shark other than just like 
like yeah it killed but because people were being stupid <laughs> right like ooh, maybe the, like very stay first out of person the water. <laughs> yeah like the very first girl that dies i feel like that's that that wasn't on her but after that i'm like this was all on this like stupid mayor who won't listen to anybody and this like crazy ship captain like this <laughs> i agree justice justice for joss yeah jo well Apparently, I didn't know this. My friend Nina told me this. Uh, apparently, there's a, a Jaws 2 that's basically like Friday the 13th, where like the mother of Jaws comes back for revenge. <laughs> um, so I will be watching that sometime in the near future because that sounds amazing. I, I remember hearing of Jaws 3D and how terrible it was, but I didn't oh, actually yeah. know the plot line of any subsequent <laughs> Jaws films. Team Shark. That's all I'm saying. Team Shark. <laughs> Um, and in our modern day, we have Shark Week um, on yeah. Discovery Channel, which has it's. I feel like it's very much a mixed bag. Like there's right. some it's like good half educational. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, I would say re the article I read. Researchers say that it maximizes drama over scientific accuracy. Yeah, uh, which is the is the way of things in the TV world. Um, but definitely like puts uh, prominence on kind of the more sensational um parts of shark life i guess shark, <laughs> shark life. it's like their version of the kardashians they're only it showing is. them like oh at their God. worst moments it is these sharks, the sharks are all like, sitting oh. at home being like oh i got the villain edit <laughs> <laughs> damn producers right it's like they only ever talk about the sharks that leap out of the water and bite helicopters and never any of us who are just hanging out being eight inches long <laughs> Uh, so as as we um, have indicated uh, throughout this episode, humans are a much bigger threat to sharks um, than sharks are to us. Um, so of the 500 species of shark, there are 74 that are considered near extinction um, and Aww. 210 species that we just don't know enough about to like determine if they're endangered because they're so like rare and they're, you know, out in the ocean where we can't see them. Uh, so the biggest issues are overfishing um, for shark fins and shark meat, um, which are considered delicacies, and you can get a lot of money for those, um, as well as bycatching, which I learned another a fun term. Um, and so that is what they call it when something gets caught in a net that was like meant for another kind of fish. Oh, um, so sure. like fishermen will Fishing have boats. out their regular nets and sharks will get caught. And a lot of times they're just killed and discarded um, when they're caught like this. Um, and there's also just not a lot of regulation around fishing sharks, which I think is tied to kind of this larger fear of them. So like sharks, a lot of places like, that yeah, have, get rid of mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Like places will have laws about overfishing, but they don't apply to sharks. Um, so oh. people aren't getting in trouble um, for any of those things. And as we saw in the movie Jaws, um, there are also instances of purposeful shark culling and just killing a bunch of sharks in an area out of fear they could attack somebody. And that's not cool because the ocean is where they live. Yeah. <laughs> that's their home. Uh, so you should probably just let them chill. Uh, so in conclusion, uh, sharks are mostly just doing their own thing. Um, there's a lot of them. There are some some usual suspects who might try and take a chomp out of you. Uh, but the best thing you can do is be aware, um, avoid them. Um, there are like a lot of tips about like avoiding like areas that have bait fish and things that sharks want to eat and are likely to be sure. chomping. Um, 
but just in in general just kind of watch out for the sharks and let them let them drift around making their u-turns and being happy in the sea let them let them be the sharks didn't do anything it's not their fault right and they, they just it's always i don't know it's interesting to me because i did think about it when i was like trying to think about whether i like how scared i was of sharks Mm -hmm. i was like i feel like i'm more afraid of a shark than like a bear but i shouldn't be oh yeah no i'm afraid of a bear (laughs) like a bear is is just as dangerous and i'm more likely to run into it but and, and it is just i think like there is a human um, sense where you know we're like oh well a mammal is closer to me so i feel some yeah. well, less large, fear of it <laughs> large fuzzy thing right yeah Seems less predatory than big slick gray swim mass yeah <laughs> yes but i'm like there's i should not be anymore i mean well and it's I, also I, not the... that i'm not afraid of a bear but <laughs> well no right but it's also the like kind of tying into your fear of like water dark water like there's also this level of like sharks aren't coming up and like vibing like you know there there's the element of it could be there and you don't know it's yes, there very whereas true. like if there's a bear you're gonna see the bear <laughs> <laughs> uh, the shark could be underneath you and you wouldn't know um but yeah no i i don't I mean, obviously, don't I don't discredit anyone having fear of this. It seems rational to be afraid of them, but uh, I I don't I don't feel that. I just I think they're just little guys trying to vibe. I certainly like don't want to be bitten by one, but I also oh, yeah. like I guess I think I think be I don't know if being in like the cages counts as provoking them, but I wouldn't be like messing with them. I just like to to look at them and be like, wow look at you go that's majestic hey <laughs> way to, way yeah. to be a shark i feel i feel like i am fond i like i was always like thinking sharks were pretty cool but like now that i've learned more about them i'm like yeah you go little buddy so i hope that if anyone who listens to this episode is or was afraid of sharks that learning a little bit more has made you feel a little bit fonder and less afraid i think education is always our best tool it's I used so to be true. very afraid of spiders when I was a kid. And then I, my dad bought me a book all about them. And I was like, well, boy, howdy, those are neat little fellows. Right. It's always, it's, man, and that's, isn't that just a lesson for life, Mitch, that when yeah. you understand wow. something or someone better, you're not afraid of them anymore. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Wonder what other things we could apply mm. that to. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you everyone uh, for listening today. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, it would mean so much to us if you would take the time to give us a review. Um, you can go ahead and leave one of those on iTunes, or if the podcast app that you listen on doesn't accept reviews, um, you can also DM one to us on Instagram. And I do believe Midge has a review to share today. I do. This is a five-star review from Apple Podcasts from Cassie's Coven. And I do want to just say, uh, Cassie, I'm, I'm, I might be wrong that she's, quote, new to the, like, spooky scene. She may have been around and she's just new to my sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been watching her YouTube channel and she's very mm-hmm. fun. So Cassie's Coven. Uh, the perfect mix between girly pop and spooky. Hey. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what it's cut off. It says girly pop and sp. I'm assuming that's <laughs> spooky. Sp- I assume so. <laughs> Seems I safe to assume. Seems safe to assume, yeah. 
Uh, I absolutely love these two humans. They're, well, I can't read. They're, they're, what? (laughs) (laughs) Their tops are always on brand. I think that might be topics. Topics? Giving me a boost of spooky vibes. I think it's topics. Their voices are so soothing and the topics always make me giggle. We'll be coming back for more. Blackheart bat. Thank you, Cassie. Thank you, Cassie. <laughs> and this is why Midge should read the reviews before she reads them live on the air. Just a cold read. Just going just a- right in there. <laughs> keeping my acting skills up. Keeping- yes. <laughs> Gotta just do a, a cold audition. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, everyone, for joining us. Um, I If we saw you at Midsummer Scream, I hope we looked cute. Um, and <laughs> that's all I can say about that. Um, we will, of course, have a Midsummer Scream recap uh, coming up. So stay tuned. And if you would like to follow along with the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Ghouls Night in Pod. And if you'd like to follow me, uh, you can find me at Penny Snark. And you can find me across the web at Midge Munster. And until next time, good bye.